0: Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Yeah, there should be some passion. This doesn't have to be boring, boring, boring. Okay, one thing the game
1: needs is more people like you. You, you, you. Still have grown man run around tight pants. Smokey Bet, Daniel Bard, this is Steve Aoki, Jared Saltalamacchia. This is Brock
0: Holt. Hey, this is John Lester. Baseball, baseball, baseball isn't boring.
2: Welcome to Baseball Isn't Boring. Here's your host, Rob Ratford. Who says no? Who says no? It, how many times have we done a Who says? I honestly, I don't know the answer to this question. How many times have we done a who says no trade, fake trades for Dylan Cease this offseason? It's been more than once, right?
1: Um, I think this is my third. <laughs> yeah. It might we might have I might be getting it confused with one that we did during the season, but I've done at least three Dylan Cease Who Says No. All right. No. All right. Sammy, say say
2: that's Sammy. Say hello so people know who you are. Hello, this is Sammy. All right, Gordo, say hello.
0: What's up? I all think right. we have done. I mean, thinking back, because when we first started doing this, I want to say Dylan Cease was like a prime guy that we would talk about. Like we were, we were, we first started doing this for the Red Sox, and Dylan Cease was a guy that we all thought the Red Sox should look into. Like as far back as last off season when this first started, so we've been talking Cease for a long time. Did I ask you guys? And
2: Sammy, you can start. When you, with with what transpired with the Corbin-Burns trade, would that have been a who says no? Like, in all honesty, if you did the Corbin-Burns, which I think we did Corbin-Burns, who says no before. But in all honesty, would you have said, okay, I would have done that who says no? Like, how it ended up D.L. Hall, Joey Ortiz, and a draft pick.
1: For for those two teams, yeah, for Milwaukee and Baltimore, I thought that was really smart for both. Like Baltimore traded from a strength, very strong farm. DL Hall's kind of fallen off a little bit. Looks like he'll be more of a reliever. Um, I'm sure Milwaukee will try him as a starter. Gordo, I think you mentioned that when we spoke. Um and then obviously for Baltimore, the fit is I mean, you don't need to explain that. They needed an ace, they got an ace. What a concept, right? <laughs> <laughs> so,
2: Gordo, do you did you feel that way? Did you would you have like said so, if you did like the, the Corbin, if you just said, "Okay, we're doing a who says no," the Orioles and the White, uh, the Orioles and the Brewers for Corbin Burns, would you have done that?
0: Well, I no. First of all, I agree with Sammy that for Baltimore, a move like this, considering their depth in their farm system, and the fact that they didn't have to give up any of their top, what, like five, six prospects, like yeah, he was a no he was, brainer. It was literally like the sixth best prospect, no brainer. For Milwaukee, I get he's a rental, and I get if you. I don't know what the value would be if you punched it into the trade machine or whatever, but I personally, if I'm trading Corbin Burns and I would have traded Corbin Burns if I were them, I just would have wanted a little bit more of a centerpiece. Cause not like deal, it feels based off of the reporting, like they really, really like DL Hall. I know he's got that 80 grade fastball, but to your point, Sammy, like he is to this point not shown that he is on yeah. track to be a starting pitcher and they certainly feel differently,
1: but. We'll see. And to give Corbin Burns, go ahead, Sam. You say you want you to say something. Go ahead. You know, correct me if I'm wrong. I believe initially, well, maybe not initially, but I believe Freddie Peralta was a reliever, and then they turned him into a starter. So they've done it before. That's kind of a the Brewers have one of the least like spoken about pitching and Mm -hmm. catching factories in the league. They they churn out really good catchers, which is I don't know why that's not more of a popular topic. Look what they did with uh, Wilson Contreras. He was like a DH. Then he came to Milwaukee. You now he's like a solid defensive catcher who can hit. So for them to get a guy like Hall, pair him up with their you know their stable of catchers who can manage a pitching staff, along with the pitching factory that they've developed over the last few years, it wouldn't shock me to see uh, Hall become a starter uh, and have success. And if he doesn't, he'll be in that bullpen. And we've seen the relievers come out of Milwaukee. Williams. Well, that's one of going. the things that I was talking with Tim Britton at the at the Athletic. Um,
2: in Monday's podcast was David Stern's reputation for building bullpens. You know, because you look at what the Mets are doing, it's like a tidal wave of arms there. And so, okay, like that's the David Stern's way of doing things. But I'll ask you this uh, before we get to the who says no trade for um, Dylan Cease: who who would you rather have? Like, I understand Dylan Cease has an extra year of control. Sammy, I'll start with you. Who would you rather have, Dylan Cease or Corbin Burns?
1: If it's just one year, Corbin Burns. I don't even think it's that close. Okay. Sammy? I mean, Gordo?
0: If it's if it's just for the year, yeah, Corbin Burns, I think, is the better pitcher. But when you take the years into account, I think Dylan Cease's value is definitely higher. Well,
2: there were I mean, some, some reports that, that the same package was offered for Dylan Cease, which – Sort of surprised me. Oh, God. Yeah, it surprised me considering he has the extra year, right? So, yeah.
0: Well, considering their ask, like what, what yeah. the reported ask with the Reds, like that's not even close oh, to what they're asking.
1: Uh, Alex Anthopoulos at the Braves Fan Fest. I love are you Anthopoulos. That? I love him. I love oh, yeah, Anthopoulos. Yeah, yeah. I'm I you Like He's like,
2: He's, he's telling the fans, he's like, We tried, we tried. Too rich, too rich. Too expensive. That's so yeah, honest. I love that. It's yeah. great to be honest front yeah, office you. Listen, you could you could do that when you're sitting in the spot where Anthopolis is. He's just feeling good about the world. All right, let's get to it. Who says no? Trade proposals for Dylan Cease. Another one, but I couldn't think of, honestly, guys, I wanted to do Dylan Cease because I can't think of another guy who is so top of mind when it comes to trade proposals, like in, in major league baseball right now. I can't think of that person. I know there are guys, but still Dylan Seeks remains the guy that everyone's waiting. Are they going to trade him?
1: So you would agree with that? I mean the, the yeah. White Sox are like your buddy who like needs to, you know, they go, need to go into therapy. The rebuild is therapy, and the White Sox are like, no, we don't, we don't have to, we're fine, we're fine. And everyone's like, come on, White Sox, it'll help you, you'll feel better after you do the rebuild. And they're just like, but no, not unless you give us. I, I think I think it's just flat out a matter of if this
2: was the Corbin Burn situation, he would be traded right now. But you have the extra year sitting there. And like, ah, oh, we're in no rush. We're in no rush. It's you know, we hey, you know what you want to meet our price? Well, Matt McLean? We want Matt McClain. We want, you know, on top of like three other prospects or whoever it is. So yeah, I mean I think it's just that extra year that's holding it up. Anyway, who wants to go first? Who
1: wants to go first? All right, Gordon. You, you got it, Sammy. You got it, Sammy. right I'll go first. I I, I tried to uh I tried to get that middle ground between a big offer for Cease and then a realistic offer, which is tough. I threw in a little twist at the end, so you guys might like this. Um, And speaking of Corbin Burns, I am sending Dylan Cease to the Baltimore Orioles, who are finally building a super team with their new ownership. Here's the trade. Orioles receive just Dylan Cease for two years. The White Sox get Heston Kerstad the number three ranked prospect in the Baltimore right. system. Right of the program. Yes, yes. Had a good season too. Uh, utility, second baseman, outfielder, Connor Norby. Kind of does a little bit of everything. He's the sixth ranked prospect in the system. Cade Povich, the 10th ranked prospect in the system. And here's the twist. They get John Means, who's a 30-year-old veteran, uh, 2019 All-Star. He's thrown in the deal as well. Here's my uh, explanation. So the White Sox finally, you know, they finally offload Cease, which is a big deal for them. It should be. Um, he joins win now, Baltimore, and the Orioles get li- listen to this rotation. Burns, Bradish, Cease, Grayson Rodriguez, and then take your pick between Tyler Wells and uh, Dean Creamer. That's a pretty pretty nice five and six guys.
2: Can I ask you this question before Gordo gives his his uh what's what when it comes to the trade? John Means, I think, is a really underrated pitcher like he was hurt last year he came back at the very very
1: end what is how much control does do they have on him I will explain it's one year there's there's a reason he's in there and not somebody else so um so here's so the white sox are adding a, a trio of guys and the reason I picked these three prospects along with means is this trio of prospects they're all close to major league ready so for a team like the white sox that seems to like really not want to do this rebuild. This is kind of like the in-between ground for them. Uh, Kerstad is 24 years old, so he should be up soon. He missed the year with injury, which is why he's a little bit delayed. Norby, like I said, undersized guy, does a little bit of everything, solid player, definitely a guy who I, I believe will make an impact at the major league level. Povich, nasty changeup, 171 strikeouts and 126 innings in uh, A AA and A. And then the reason they take on means is because, like I said, expiring contract. The Orioles have six capable major league starters. So again, it's Baltimore trading from a strength. And this is a guy that the White Sox conceivably would um, build up his value because his value is not as high as it could be right now. We only pitched four games last year and then they flip him at the deadline, barring some miraculous run on the uh, South side. So to go over it again, that is cease to the Orioles for Heston, Kerstad, Connor Norby, Cade Povich and veteran lefty on an expiring deal. John Means. All right, Gordo. Thoughts. I,
0: I don't hate it, and I really I actually do buy into your John Means thing. Like it it, it like it kind of gets you at first, like what why? It kind of screams NBA to me. Like it feels like in the NBA, these guys get traded back and forth and you have to match the salaries. So oftentimes you get veterans going back even though the main player is going to the first team. And then the second team takes those veterans and maybe tries to build up their value to like retrade them. Like we saw it with Malcolm Brogdon with the with with the uh, with the trailblazers. Maybe they'll flip him. You see it all the time in the NBA. You don't see it as much in, in MLB because you don't need to match salaries or anything. Like a guy could just go big leader to one team, minor leaguers to the other. Almost every trade looks like that. If I had to say who says no, like when I'm thinking about it myself, I want to say the White Sox would say no, just because I know they're asked, yeah. but they
1: shouldn't because if, if any team says no, it would definitely be the White Sox because they're telling everybody no. And and part of the reason I put in means is because like you're getting the prospects and you're getting this guy who could then flip again for more prospects. What if he pops off like he did in 2019? Cool.
0: And it makes sense given where he's at in his career right now. Like He's recovering from injury. His value is not super high. If the Orioles get Dylan Cease, there's not as much of a need of a need for Means because of the rotation you just said. I do think, like I, people aren't making enough of the of the inherent risk that the White Sox would be taking on by not trading Dylan Cease. Like this is a guy coming off, like we've seen him pitch plenty, and like obviously we saw the stats two years ago. He's electric, but the stats, the ERA, wasn't there last year. I mean, I I like to think that a bounce back is coming, but if it doesn't. Like you're you're not even just looking at a guy whose value could get tanked if he doesn't pitch. Like he's a pitcher. These guys' values could get tanked from injury. Pitchers get hurt all the time. So I wouldn't say no to this if I'm Chicago. I think they do because they just think their ask is so high. If I'm the Orioles, I would do this just because their prospect depth even after the Burns trade is still so crazy. Like they would they could do this and they would still have one of what? The top five to ten farm systems in baseball? By all oh, yeah. means, like go ahead. This is your one missing piece. And you still have elite offensive prospects coming up.
1: You keep, you, they keep Basilio, the catching prospect, who's elite, who might have to be moved because they have Adley, but not right now. They keep Cowser uh, and they keep, of course, Jackson Holiday. So, uh, like you said, they're, they're keeping their elite guys. The White Sox are getting a huge boost to the farm with guys who are close to ready plus means. So that that was my general thought process behind it.
2: As a brief interlude, I will say that the motivation behind and Gordo, you're scratching right where H with Dylan sees. Trade him, find him a new home. And my motivation is a little bit different because we have to know where the first annual baseball isn't boring. <laughs> this golf tournament at a ballpark is going to be. This is as I've said, Dylan sees on this podcast. Now twice, one of the, the no-brainers in life is a guy, like, you. obviously you guys know, like, he's a big disc golf guy. One of the no-brainers in life is to have a disc golf tournament at a baseball park. It is, everything about a baseball park screams, like, let's go, let's do it. And this is the, this is the face, the baseball face of disc golf. And he has agreed, wherever he lands, that we will... Have a baseballs and boring disc golf tournament at that ballpark, but I don't know where it where we have to set it up. So whether it's Camden Yards, or whether it's awful guaranteed rate field, <laughs> wherever
0: it is,
1: <laughs> well, looks no. beautiful no. in Camden Yards. I mean that's so, a no brainer. Can those you balls.
2: imagine? Can you imagine? You know the the whole scene of Camden Yards. It's it's like any place like Fenway, you know, off the wall and and, you know, like, it's just, it's so, it's so good. Like, I don't understand, like, how people in disc golf aren't seeing this, how Dylan Season didn't see this before I brought it to
1: his attention. Um, but that's what I'm here for, to educate young minds. Rob, do you think they'll move the fences back even more to accommodate the disc golf community in Baltimore? <laughs> It's a great question. It's a great question. Just keep moving it back. You see, MLB Network did that uh, that fake rendering of Baltimore, where they made the left field fence like eighty feet tall.
2: (laughs) By the way, like it is, it was. We talk about the the ballpark adjustments. Last year was it was the most dramatic ballpark adjustment, and this is another reason why pitchers should want to pitch there at Camden Yards. Since I don't know if you guys remember Comerica Park. When they first started doing it, the Comerica Park, like they they had the they had, I think it was like the Juan Rodriguez. That's how long ago it was. But the original fence for Comerica Park was insanely deep. It was crazy deep. And then they moved it into pallet. But now Camden Yards was insanely shallow. Whereas last year you saw it all the
0: time. Where, they ruined it last year. I hated it. You you hated you it. Yeah, I, I hated, hated the flyouts. I liked seeing guys go to Camden. Like we used to watch the Red Sox go there, and Mookie Betts would hit three homers in Camden Yards all the time, and but there was Torres such, got there forty was homers cheapies. in a year because of Camden.
2: There were such sheepies. There were two. It was it was like the it was arguably other than Yankee Stadium, and maybe even more than Yankee Stadium because the, the wall was shorter. It was the cheapest home run in baseball, but. Whatever. Just make it
0: average. It doesn't have
1: to be cheap. It doesn't now. Now it's like the deepest left. Yeah. Like
0: just make it average.
1: All right. Maybe. I wonder how like Ryan Mountcastle, or like Anthony Santon. There, like they, they were probably like, "What are you doing, man?" Oh, they totally. What are you doing? Like what's, number what's... like money out
2: of my pocket right now. Exactly. But all right, that's a good one.
0: All right, Gordo, what do you got? Well, I, you know, I'm glad you brought up. I'd uh, bring in disc golf, disc golf to Dylan Cease's next destination because my destination for Dylan Cease would also make for a beautiful environment for it. We're going to send Dylan Cease just across the town. We're going to send him back where he came from. Back to Chicago. Was it East Side? I'm not familiar. East Side? North Side. Or north, north side, side. North Side. South Side. Se- south. North Side. We're sending him North. No, South Side. No, he's. I thought... No. no, the White Sox are South side. <laughs> White Sox are South. Cubs are North, and we're sending them to the Cubs, and we're and he's bringing a friend. He's bringing a friend that also came with him from the Cubs. Oh, is it Louis 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 Robert? It's not Louis Robert. Boy. It's Eloy Eloy Jimenez. The dynamic duo that was shipped from sh- from Chicago to Chicago for Jose Quintana back like what? That must have been twenty seventeen sixteen or something. Yeah. I don't know. Okay. But we're going to send both those guys to the Cubs. Uh, Dylan Cease, as you mentioned, two years. Eloy Jimenez has just under $14 million left on his guarantee. And then he's got sixteen and a half million and eighteen and a half million 18 and half million team options. Both have $3 million buyouts. So if he doesn't perform, you just buy him out. If he bounces back, you got a guy. Going back to the White Sox, we've got Cade Horton, pitching prospect number 26 in baseball, Cubs number two prospect. Kevin Alcantara, Number 65 prospect in baseball, Cubs number six. He came over to the Cubs in the Rizzo trade from the Yankees. And then we've got James Triantos, the number 73 prospect in baseball, the Cubs number seven. And then the kicker, we've got Christopher Morrell, who had an oh, awesome you, season last year. You are gutting the Cubs farms. As- I'm gutting, I'm gutting the Cubs because they, they brought in Craig Council. They said they were going to do stuff. They said that what they're what? They were like in the fourth inning and I don't know exactly what they've done since then. I think they, they may have made a move since they said they were like in the fourth or fifth inning of their offseason. Well, they're signing Cody Bellinger. I mean, let's be honest. Well, if they don't sign Cody Bellinger, you could do worse than Elon Jimenez as your DH, but what do the Cubs really need? They need a fifth starter. That's why they're in this in the first place. Their rotation right now, they got Justin Steele, Jameson Tyon, Kyle Hendricks, Shota Imanaga, and then kind
1: of just a blank space. God, does like, anybody in that rotation have a fastball above, like, 92 miles an hour? That is, like, the slowest which throwing. Is, in- which is ironic considering the guy who not, just left there, Breslow, is obsessed with velocity. Look at their farm. They all throw 100 miles an hour.
0: Yeah, it's common. It's common. <laughs> it's
1: coming, but, yeah. Sorry, Gordo, go ahead. But
0: the Cubs, according to, like, I did gut them. I traded three top 100 prospects. They have seven, according to... MLB pipeline. They have seven top hundred prospects. So you deal three of those guys, you still got four, which is as good or better than most teams in baseball. Dylan Cease, we talked about it. Makings of an Ace has the personality that Cubs fans would fall in love with. Like he would be. It's a shame. Like, granted, like he's made an awesome career out of out of being with the White Sox, but like, I really do, in a way, wish he had stayed with the Cubs from the jump because I really do think that fan base would have fallen in love with him. But. Eloy Jimenez, guy who could benefit from a change of scenery, maybe needs a competitive environment to get back to what he was. No, don't do that. Don't do that. Don't do that. Don't well, do come that. Come on, Rob. Give, it, give him a. Give him something to play for. Like, we, we heard the stories coming out of that White Sox clubhouse last year. It was
1: bad. I got yeah. something to play for. You have yeah. an option next year. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you got money. Yeah, maybe doesn't need it. Maybe that's single, what you need.
2: Like the the weird thing is, is that the Cubs can rebuild and still compete. Like that's the weird thing about this is because that the that division. I mean, who is the favorite in that division right now? Kansas City Cubs. The Cubs.
1: Wrongly. No, league. no, no, not that Run, division. White Sox. Oh, the White Sox. You're saying can rebuild and and yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, you say I'm confused. Yeah. Um, I don't – is it still the Twins? The twins? Twins are twins are sneaky good. I know they kind of took a step back, but, like, if that pitching staff stays healthy, Ryan – They do Sonny Gray anymore. Yeah, they but I think, I think Bailey Ober is I love Bailey the most Ober. underrated pitcher in the world. He's so good. Yeah, He's so awesome.
2: good. But all I'm saying is that a case can be made for – even the Tigers, honestly. Like, a case can be made for – I think it's a really fascinating division. It really is, and I think that's why we're seeing what you're seeing with the Kansas City Royals. You know them signing their guys because they're like, okay, you know what? We'll sign the WACAs and the and the Lugos and these guys because why not? Short term deals. We'll go for well, it. Uh,
1: sneak peek for you when we do our uh, our season preview. Ooh, Tessie, the Tigers are my sleeper team this year. I really really like them. I, I don't those. put that. Pa- I wouldn't put it past you to pick anyone in that division right to do well
0: except the White Sox. Yeah, the I was going to say I put the it White past Sox, you for the White still Sox. Still be good? I don't think they can. Rob, they were terrible last year and they're getting worse. They don't have Joe Kelly. <laughs> That's true. I mean, I read the lead.
2: Yeah, I mean this Listen, if you, you can <laughs> if you can't win if you can't win
0: with Joe Kelly, there's no hope. Right? What well, I'm saying. Um, but you know what, Rob? If you, if they make this trade, and I, I, I'm curious what your guys' reactions are because I was trying to make a trade I, I think here that, I, my, that the my, White my Sox rea- didn't
2: say no to. My reaction is that you're just you you you're like you're just you're putting a lot of stock in Aloy Aloy Jimenez, and you're by that I mean you're gutting the farm system and you're giving a good player, major league player. For Dylan Cease and the guy you're saying he just needs something to play for, so I applaud your effort. I like you personally, but I it's the Cubs would never ever do this.
1: Can I ever. hear it again,
0: Gordo? Can do you think the point? White Sox would, and Rob? If the, if the White Sox were off yeah. that trade, you think they do it? If they don't, if they don't do that trade, they're nuts. I agree with that. I I just look at what their ask is, and it's just. I don't know if anything could satisfy them. Okay, Wait, Sammy. You, yeah. The trade the tra- is Cease and Eloy going for Cade Horton, who's the number 26 prospect in baseball. Kevin Alcantara, number 65 in baseball. James Triantos, number 73 in baseball. And Christopher Morell coming off a great season.
1: What if you just did Cease for Horton? The heck what is the, that? What is that? I don't know. We had a weird thumbs up pop up. <laughs> it's on. only you. It happens to you. So okay, Gordo, what if it was just Cease for Horton and Alcantara? I feel like that that that's two premier well, that's one premier prospect and then another top one hundred to the White Sox. And then the Cubs get their pitcher, they keep Morel, they keep Triantos, and they don't have to, you know play that game with Eloy Jimenez and hope he bounces back. Cause I, I don't think you, I agree with what Rob said. I think it's a little much for sh- the Cubs to give up, but I don't think you're that far off. I feel like if you just used a few less names, it, it might work. Like get rid of the Eloy part, get rid of Morrell. Cause that's kind of like a weird back and forth. I, I think you could do it with just cease and the two, uh, the top two prospects that you mentioned, or, you know, if the white Sox prefer uh triantos over Alcantara, whatever, but, um I think you could cut it down and it could work. I I think it should work. The I the trade you just said
0: is where I started. But then I asked myself I like I told myself I know that
1: the White Sox say no to this. Even though I think value-wise it makes sense. Yeah, that's the tough part because we we know that the White Sox are asking for the moon right now. But at the same time you got to find an in-between ground with like that makes sense for whoever they're trading with. That's why I did like the John means thing to like do the tipping point. I, kind of thing. I think, I think it's a good point though, about the, the, the
2: problem or the, the danger of not trading him, not trading Dylan Cease in something happening because I, I am a firm believer in Dylan sees. I told Dylan Cease I was going to predict the Cy young for him. So I'll stand by that. But at the same time, you're coming off a guy with a four year uh, for something ERA and you just don't know. You have no idea. So I, I think the White Sox to this point are asking to your like you said, they're like asking for the moon for them. But at some point you gotta say, all right, well, if you're gonna trade them, this is this is the most value you're gonna get. Is it the value
1: that you want and have asked for? Probably not. But it feels like, it feels like they're asking teams to pay for Was that 2019 or 2021 cease? The one, the the year that Cease pitched were like 2022. Wasn't he
0: almost, he was like second in the Cy Young
1: in 22, wasn't he? Yeah. uh, Of course, it was the one year I didn't say. But yeah, the the year that he was close to winning the Cy Young, it's like they're asking for teams to pay for that cease, which if I'm the White Sox, I would do the exact same thing. I get what they're doing. But if that's not working, which if you want to listen to Alex Anthopoulos, Sounds like it's not working. Eventually, you got to either lower the price or incur the risk, like Rob said. So, like, they're about love, to be love, a, Every time you say it, like, I love the image of him. It's like, we tried, we tried. Too rich, too, too rich. He literally said, too expensive and turned too around. Yeah. But, but but the White Sox, eventually, they're going to have to face this at some point. They're either going to have to trade him, risk uh, uh, risk losing him, or lose him. For very little. So well, they're, yeah. And, th- and this is diff- this is different than at the deadline. You know, a lot of people
2: were trying to get C's from the White Sox and they were asking like for instance the Red Sox, they were asking for Bayo and blah 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 blah. Where a case could be made that you don't even trade Bayo for a C straight up. I wouldn't. So, yeah, yeah, so I wouldn't be, either. But that but that's that's two and a half years out. That's that's a little bit different, and also that's trying to prey on the desperation of these teams. Like Arizona tried trading for him too. I remember you know Hazen saying like, you know they try to trade for everybody except
1: for Lorenzen, Lorenzen, your guy. So uh, it, it, that's a tough spot to be in if you're the White Sox. They're I mean, that is it's a huge risk. Even, even right now, I was gonna say waiting on it is a big risk, but like even entering the season with him. What if he tweaks his elbow one time that that's like a huge chunk out of your rebuild you little oh the that. other the other
0: factor here too is is what you talked about like you're you're talking about the braves and Anthopolis says he's too expensive now they've traded for Chris' sale, so even if you bring the price down, you're losing suitors. The Dodgers are filling their rotation with James Paxton. They were in the market. Who knows? Maybe they still would be, but there's well, certainly and, less than
2: and and you, the one that, the obvious one was the one we started off with. The Orioles. You know, the Orioles yeah. Corbin Burns. Like uh, I like that trade, Sammy, but they don't need to ha- do that trade.
1: I mean, the no. Means is a good pitcher. Like yeah, no, no they, they, pitcher. they definitely don't. And, that, and that's another thing that I kind of I kind of wish I had considered that. That like the Orioles, they don't need to do this. I do think they'll want to because I don't think they're going to re sign Corbin Burns. He's a Boris guy. So he's going to, he'll be on the Dodgers.
0: <laughs> but also, like the surplus of prospects in that system, and they're coming.
1: Yeah. Like, yeah I, I, you got to do something with them. That, the, the big one with Baltimore for me is Sam B- Basilio. I'm sorry if I mispronounced that because that is one of the best catching prospects in baseball. And the Orioles already have arguably the best catcher in the sport. So that kid's going to get traded. Ah, he's going to bring back something big, which is very scary for me as a Red Sox fan.
0: Well, like where it's like, what's even available that you would trade a guy like that for? It's like,
1: Freddie Peralta, three years of control, maybe one of the Lizardo. Mariners guys, Jesus yeah, Lizardo.
2: Yeah, I Mariner, don't even know. Mariner's That's good. what I thought you guys were going to do. I thought you were going to guys who were going to do a Mariners who says no for Cs.
0: I can't. Oh, Mar- I can't get behind that. I, like, I think it's crazy that they would think about trading Woo or Miller in a
1: cease trade. Mariners don't know that, like, baseball is only half pitching, not only pitching. If, you, if you're going to trade them, get a,
0: get a legitimate, controllable, like, really good middle-of-the-order bat. Like, why, why are you replacing controllable pitching with, with pitching that's less controllable when pitching is a strength of yours?
1: By the I mean, way, go ahead. I was just going to say, like, that, Bas- the Basilio kid, the catcher, that's the kind of guy that you can flip in a deal. Like, he could be the centerpiece for a guy like Lizardo or Peralta, like I just said. Someone Like a young stud pitcher with three years of control. That would be – that's what I would be thinking about if I were the Orioles GM slash new owner group or whatever they got going on there.
2: By the way, it's – you mentioned the Dodgers. It's like – talk about someone – dealing a team dealing from a position of strength it's like everyone's playing checkers they're playing chess it's it's you know they like as we tape this it's you know okay we'll trade a useful reliever oh you know why because we'll sign another useful reliever we already know' we're, we're signing you know and cheers to Brian Ryan brazier for getting a two-year deal I know you predicted that a year ago this time. Right, so
0: certainly during certainly when he was DFA'd by the Red Sox with an ERA over seven, too good we all had for him, man. And also, but I famously yeah. said
1: that I said, "Guys, please, he's going to get traded to the Dodgers, learn a cutter, and then get a day. He deal. will, and and lucky him, he will be.
2: We will be celebrating his new contract with the baseballs and boring pre- appearance later this week. Um, so, yeah, I've heard nothing but nice things about Brazier, so I'm happy for him. Oh, Brazier, yeah, Bra I like Brazier a lot, and I and. And it is, I think, and I like that deal for the Dodgers. I mean, I don't think it was a fluke that he did well. That like, this isn't a, like, he was, because it wasn't, like, just doing well. It was doing insanely well.
1: Like, ridiculously well. Like, like yeah. how he looked in uh, Boston in 2018 and 2021. Like, he was better. He really, was really good. Better. What he was, was his year, Was It It was below one, right? Yeah, it was, It was like, his year, he was, like, one. Holy crap. Okay, never mind. I, I. I can yeah, see that. Was,
2: and like he, he, I don't think people understood like how dominant he was. I mean, this is a guy, like you said, he's DFA'd. And, and good for these relief pitchers. Robert Stevenson, you know, gets traded for a bag of balls and ends up getting a, a what is it, a three-year deal with the Angels? Yeah. Like, it's huge. Such, yeah. So for all you relief pitchers out there who might be feeling low about themselves, understand good times are around the corner. There's so, always hope for
0: these arms. These bullpen arms, like <laughs> every every single one of these guys. It doesn't matter how bad you've been. There, every single year brings hope. Learn a new pitch. We'll see. Eight men to sign with the
2: Mets. So there you go. So, all right, guys. Thank you. You did it again. I don't know how you do it, but you do it every time. So there you go.
0: Thank you.